All right, everybody, it's Jay Waves here. I just got done watching the Women Tell All episode of season 27 of The Bachelor. And I was hard. I, I am uh, joined by uh, my OG co-host, Mandy Says. How you doing, Mandy? I'm great. Thank you for asking. I understand you're getting over an ailment, so you may be yes, a little I'm, creaky and I'm cracky ailed. today. So... We'll try not to uh, we'll try not to make too much fun of you. I want to kind of not spend a whole lot of time on like the petty um, arguing and stuff and kind of just sort of focus on some of the bigger picture stuff here. But, you know, just it, this starts out extra cheesy. I mean, Jesse Palmer talking about how he's going to change somebody's life. Uh, fucking sex week. Um, him and fucking Zach riding around in Christina Mandrell's party bus, <laughs> hitting up yeah. all the watch parties. Those watch parties do look fun, though, huh? They do. And the one that they did at the last, it was like, obviously, some kind of like Valentine's Day, like a Valentine's Day party where they had like all the different games. I'm like, man, I want to do that. Or at least maybe join like a fantasy league, like a bachelor fantasy league. Do they and, have like, those? I think they do. Yo, I want to. I right? want to get on that. Like for real, for real. I was gonna say I, what my note was. That I don't have time to for bachelor parties because I'm I'm too busy doing this fucking podcast to <laughs> to be throwing myself uh, little parties. You know, beyond these uh, Zoom calls with you and Scotty. But um, yeah, that shit did look pretty fun. I'm hype on those Jesse Palmer Jello shots. Oh my god, that was so good. I saw that and <laughs> I immediately craved a Jello shot. Did you notice that uh, for the women tell all that? Uh, Cat um, 2.0 had to go back to Catherine. <laughs> yeah, no, but they still called her Cat. They they called Catherine Cat. Well, okay, because we had yeah. we had the OG Cat there as well, showing her uh, showing her teeth um, and her claws. I need your opinion on this. There was a lot of were those was that tanning bed or were those spray tans? Spray tans. Okay, One there was a lot of orangish brown uh, women up there who aren't normally orangish brown. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of like professional makeup. Yeah, I thought like, the makeup was it was on fleek, as uh, as uh, Mariska Hargitay yeah. would say. Um, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought the makeup was looking really good. Yeah, Ernie Ernie walked up and he was like, "Wow, they all look hotter." And I'm like, he goes, "Professional makeup." <laughs> wow, like, you, yeah, that's probably did it. he know that, or have you just trained him well? I've trained him well. I never wear makeup. So if I do, if I get my makeup done, you could really tell the difference, right? So he he's learned the difference between like normal Amanda makeup, which is air quotes because I barely ever wear it. And then like full face, like lashes and the whole nine yards. Yeah, I thought everybody was um, was looking really good. Uh, one of the first things that, I know I said I didn't want to talk about petty drama, but I, I got to just talk about um, Olivia L. trying to insert herself into the conversation. I feel like there's a term, do you feel like there, there's like people are referred to as night ones? Like people who, who just, who like didn't really make it past night one. I feel like they, they refer to them as night ones. Like you're, you're a night yeah. one if you, if you went home and it, it's just inevitable that a night one always tries to get some, some screen time at the women tell all and then just immediately get shut the fuck down. Everyone, there's always like a night one and then someone saying, shut the fuck up. You got, you were sent home after night one. Like you don't know what happened kind of thing, but we should refer to them on this show as random ass hoes. Who the f are these random ass hoes? 
Um, I have a question for you as a woman. So, uh, cat, cat with a C, cat with mm-hmm. the claws. She was really coming at. I already don't know. Uh, I don't. I can't tell. If she. Was, I think she was going to Anastasia. Maybe. Yeah, she was going really hard at Stassi, baby, and it seemed like she was just doing it like. Like, do you feel like there was a personal reason there or do, you know, I feel like we're really on some like women supporting women shit these days. And it just seemed like she was coming at her so hard that there had to be a little, little bit of extra seasoning on that. Do you feel that, that women will just go at a woman just for, for example, Kat was like, oh, I got receipts on the Stasi drama, but I'm like, yo, you're making such a big deal out of this. What's your, what's your take on that kind of behavior? Um, I think it's just Kat trying to get some screen time. Um, you don't think there was any previous, you know, altercation that maybe they had and or some kind of something besides just no, maybe jealousy or something? No, I think she was probably just like, okay, who can I say something about without getting, like, canceled, right? Um, <laughs> right. And, she said right? she had receipts. Yeah, she had receipts, whatever that even means, like... Who cares? But um, I don't know, text messages or whatever. But I mean, I think at the end of the day, Anastasia still came up smelling like a daisy because people were like, shut the fuck up, cat. Like she was just kind of like yelling and I don't know, claws out for no reason. I don't think she I think she was just doing it just to get screen time. I don't think she really cared that much. I think um, Anastasia did a good job of keeping her composure uh, throughout that. She was definitely attacked a lot. And I also think she uh, she did a good job of dealing with um, the Kylie situation and the way that Genevieve uh, presented that to her and all that. I think she stayed humble. And yeah, I think she came out. I think she came out looking good. Another note that I have, uh, Catherine, a.k.a. Cat. She's just really gorgeous. I mean, I just feel like she's just a cut above um, a lot of the the women that were up there. I mean, she really stands out as someone really beautiful. And again, her and her and Brooklyn had that beef. And you know, I expect I expected a new catchphrase from Brooklyn. I did not want to hear uh, if the shoe fits. Lace that bitch up. Uh, she said it at least two times. <laughs> you know, she needs a new she needs a new catchphrase. She's gonna sell merch. Like, like shirts I feel and like, fits oh, 100%. she like said that shit so much that like, I expect to fully see like, like if the shoe fits t-shirts and tote bags, like yeah. on her Instagram page. Yeah. She might know? already have that out. Cause it, that already seemed like, uh, that already right? seemed like a plug. You know, I wanted to be annoyed by Brooklyn, but she's funny though. And she's, she's kind of cute in her country way. So I'm not hating on Brooklyn. I mean, I feel like she was a bit, uh, aggressive, but I feel like they did kind of work with that. You know, one thing that I did want to point out though And this just occurred to me, you know, Catherine talks about her troubled past, her relationship with her mom, about how she wasn't living at home at a certain time. I don't know. I mean, Scotty and I didn't get the impression that Catherine came from like a super like rich background. I just had a feeling that when Brooklyn called her classless, that that cut a little deeper than Brooklyn maybe realized oh do you know what i mean because in her mind she's just saying you're not classy because of your behavior but i wonder if Catherine did have maybe sort of more of a rough and tumble upbringing and that the you know that the classless thing might have might have you know 
had more impact than than Brooklyn um, even realized. Yeah. Also, just so I can get my take, I don't like Brooklyn. Yeah. I think yeah. I think she's a I think she's a bully. I do have to give her some props. I went to the rodeo for the first time ever. I love your insights in Florida or in oh when you were in just now when you were when in Austin. I was in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you something. There's this thing called barrel racing. That's what she does. That's what she does. She, she barrel races and she ropes. I two things got me hype at the rodeo. The mutton busting, which is when the little kids ride on <laughs> mutton uh, busting. Yeah, it's called mutton busting and it's little kids ride on sheep. Okay. And they sick. hold on to the sheep as long as they can and it's the cutest <laughs> thing. And then the second thing is the barrel racing cuz these girls come full speed on a horse like and they they like literally have to do these like super tight turns it's like around slalom these barrels. kind of shit, right? Or Yeah. Yeah, it's like super impressive. I was like screaming like go oh! like I literally like I don't know. It was insane. I had my blood pumping. All right. So, well expect a Brooklyn, yo. I always want to call her Brooklinen, by the way, because they're always they're always advertising <laughs> those on podcasts. But um yeah, she does that. But she does that. And she's good. I saw I like went and looked and saw some pictures of her and you know, saw her stats. So Okay, so you cool. got you got a little respect. I got, I got respect for her, but I still think she's a bully. What did you, what's your take on Jess in the hot seat? So I wanted to be like, stop making Jess a thing. You know, she wasn't really that big of a part of the season, but apparently I guess her, you know, the way she was let go was kind of a, a talked about thing. So at first I was like, man, don't put Jess in the hot seat. But um, I actually really liked her. I thought she was really cool. Yeah. What, what, what was your take on, on that? And what's your take on that whole that whole thing? She's such a sweetie pie. Like, yeah. honestly, she's so sweet. She's a good, like, sort of beacon and reminder of kindness, I think, on the show, which is something that they definitely need. A show that can be super, uh, extremely catty. Um, no body glitter today, which yeah. I was a little bit disappointed. A lot of references to it, though. It yeah, was yeah, talked yeah, about quite yeah. a bit. And she had a cute tagline, like... Yeah, so don't, like, don't stop the sparkle or... Yeah, yeah like, don't yeah. let anybody dim your sparkle or something like that. But then, wait, can I just also say, like, still no straps. Like, the girl cannot have anything touching her shoulders. No straps. Yeah, well, she barely has shoulders to uh, to connect with the straps, but yeah, that is, she's got a um, she's got a slouchy she's got a slouchy style. She's, yeah, she's a sloucher. But I thought she was super cute, cute, super charming, um, very well like spoken. Yeah, yeah I re I really liked her. She had she actually exuded the most confidence in that moment than she did on the entire show. And I will say this is the type of thing that I feel like you have brought up in the past, but about these people uh, maybe linking up with some coaches or some kind of like people to help them prepare for these these events. For example, um, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to Greer, but I think Greer did a lot of uh, preparation for her for her appearance today. But what I wanted to to uh, to pivot, and you know I don't like that word, but I want to pivot off of Jess to a, a big question that I really want to um, know your opinion on this. Does Zach lead women on more than other bachelors, or would you say it was about the same? Yeah, I definitely think he did. Here's the thing. I think Zach is afraid of rejection, right? So he has to lead them on 
so that they don't leave. Mm. Like uh, this season, a lot of women have not self-selected, you know, which in previous seasons, if you know, a lot of them self-select out like more often. Right. But this, this season, I don't think any, there's like one person. Is it? No, I'm not. I can't even remember if anyone has actually been like, no, I actually don't like him. Brianna. Brianna Brianna. did kind of dismiss herself. Yeah. Brianna. Right. I mean that, but also that was also because Zach really wasn't giving her the validation that she needed, but nobody self-selected because they were like, I don't really vibe with him. Yeah. Like, I don't really have a, a connection. So I think he leads them on for that reason because he doesn't want them to leave. He wants them to feel like wanted and, and desired so that he could be the one to say, nah, not interested. This question that I want to ask you probably won't make a whole lot of, uh, won't apply to you a whole lot because you're not a, a big time makeup wearer. But um, I really love the protect your eye makeup dab when um when women on the show are crying and it's it's so it's you got to get just under it seems just under the eyelid and try to like not hit the eyeliner but collect those tears it's a very it looks like a very practiced technique obviously one that i have no experience with but i've been really enjoying there've been a lot of tears this season so i've been really enjoying i also love it when um the women don't even have a tissue and they just do the like kind of pinky or they kind of like touch like one finger like yeah, like they're yeah, catching yeah. the tear on the tip of their finger to just carry it away and, and set it down <laughs> um, off to the side somewhere remember when jesse Remember when Jesse gave away the fucking cruises last time? Do you think anybody yeah. went? Do you think anybody actually went on the fucking cruise? I'm so curious about that. Like, who actually was in that audience, won the cruise, went on a cruise, and had a fantastic time? I would love to. I would love to have somebody on the show to talk about <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> I mean, my cousins went on that same cruise line, and they said it was amazing. The Virgin. Uh, yeah, the Virgin Voyages. Yeah, yeah, sick. It's on my list. It's like the only cruise I'll go on because everyone's like, dude, the food's amazing. Okay. It's like, it's like a luxury. Have you been on a cruise? Only. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I've been on a few, but like I was always really young. Okay. The, you haven't been on like a romantic like, cruise as an adult? No. Nah. Okay. Nah. All right. Greer, let's talk about Greer. I mean, Greer was not a hateable character. Uh, this season and had the controversial stuff, at least in my opinion, and had the uh, controversial stuff uh, about her not come out. I think she would have just been seen as a, a regular role um, contestant. The Greer montage was a little bit sad. It certainly made her cry a lot. Did you think they were going to bring up the blackface thing? Because I, I, I thought they were just going to skate right past it. I thought they were going to bring it up, but I didn't think that they were going to address it the amount that they did it was interesting when jesse said um basically he was like we've done a bad job with this shit in the past and i was proud of jesse for saying that and then you know greer it sucks because some of this some of the the style of apologizing there has to be a little bit of a performative um element to it at times for example greer talking about 
doing research and stuff like that. But then they revealed this um, Dr. Kira Banks woman who was there, someone that who she had met with. And when they had her in the crowd, I was like, okay, ABC, like you're really like showing us that like you're going in on this, you know, you actually like have a cameo of a person who's getting billed here. But then uh, she talked and she was really cool. And I don't know, it felt like, it felt, I didn't walk away, and I'm sure, I haven't read any recaps, and I'm sure, you know, someone may have a dissenting opinion, but I didn't walk away from that moment feeling icky. No. You know, and I felt, yeah, I felt like there was the potential to feel icky from it, and I actually felt, I actually felt pretty good about that whole thing when it was all said and done. I was like, okay, that was, that was not bad on, on all levels. Yeah, I was super impressed by Greer, like, just taking full accountability not giving the typical, I'm sorry if I offended you yes. kind of apology, yes. just taking like full responsibility, learning from it. I thought she was like, she was like really genuine and how, and how she sounded. Cause she didn't sound too, I mean, it was definitely an apology that she rehearsed. Well, that's what I'm saying. She, she practiced for that, for that moment, but she didn't, she didn't sound too rehearsed though. You know what I mean? Like it sounded pretty genuine and sincere. And I, I give it up for her for admitting that she was nervous before they they got yeah. into it, you know, because I think it's okay to acknowledge like this is difficult stuff to talk about and no matter mm-hmm. how I come across, like it's going to be it's going to be difficult to talk about. I was hard. So let's circle back to uh to Catherine real quick. Just really just do you think she was the, who was who's the hottest who was the hottest up there? It depends on your type. That does that does make sense. Because Catherine is a very like classic American beauty. Well, who was your favorite up there? Um Mercedes is up there for me. Yeah, Mercedes is hot. Mercedes is hot. Mercedes is super super hot. She's also funny, which to me it's not just what they look like. Well, yeah, we'll talk um, about her again in the bloops. Just, just to me, I think Jess is gorgeous. Like I, th- I would say Jess is well. They're just different. It looks yeah, so different. They are. But different. I like Jess's little like bunny face. Uh, she <laughs> well, kind of has like, a, a little, little bunny, bunny face. But she looks like a little child. Catherine looks like a woman. Catherine looks like a yeah, sexy yeah. Woman. But I think Jess is so cute. I think she's beautiful, and she's got more of like a. I don't know. There's something unique about her. Maybe her nose is a little bigger, which I like. So, well, I like uh, I like noses too. You know, one of the things that Scotty and I talked about was how, you know, despite all the the trauma dumping and and, and things that happened uh, this season, Zach still managed to find himself. Uh, three out of his final four were all women with very stable families, uh, moms and dads that had been together for a long time, and the the only other woman who. Did it, the only woman who didn't have a, that stable family situation was Katie, and you know that was obviously his best um, connection. But do you feel like family stuff deep down had anything to do with any of his uh, decisions? And do you think that Catherine's, you know, sort of downtrodden relationship with her mother uh, was a factor in her being eliminated? Mm, no, I am still not sure why he got rid of Catherine. Like. I have no idea. 
I mean, vibes got weird, a little weird, but, you know, I think it was you and I talking about this, that, you know, she had the opportunity to talk about the drama with Brooklyn, et cetera, and why she was kind of feeling uncomfortable. And she didn't bring that up. And she kind of just took it on herself as to why things were weird. And, you know, Zach, like we talked about, Zach just doesn't, if shit gets weird for him, man, he's just out, man. He ain't really trying to, uh, yeah. he ain't really trying to power through, power through on that. Yeah, I'm not sure what what it was for Zach and why he didn't move forward. I think, honestly, and maybe he, he never said this, and he probably should have, like, it's okay to say that my other relationships were just progressing further along. Like, ours hit a wall. Like, you know? Um, but he never said that. They had really good chemistry, despite him being such a goofball. God, when they showed the flashback and, and Kat had to sit there watching him rub awkwardly rub fucking suntan lotion all over her. I felt bad for her in that moment, but they really did have a pretty, uh, a pretty serious connection, um, on that, on that date. It looked like. Or Jesse just twisting the knife. Like the first thing he says to her was, you know, I really thought that you were going to be the one. Yeah. And it's like, gee, thanks. Yeah. Like, God damn. Uh, poor, poor Catherine. She'll be, she'll be on, uh, on paradise for sure. Uh, I'm yeah. going to save uh, any conversation for about charity for the end, because obviously she's, she's the, uh, was the star of the night at one point. This is just a funny aside, but I was kind of like doing some things, you know, and I'm typing my notes on my laptop. I was having a drink. And at one point, Jesse said something like, give it up for charity. And I swear to God, I, I just started clapping. Like I was there. Like I just <laughs> instinctively, he was like, give it up for charity. And I was like, Oh shit. Oh, Oh, and then I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, no, nobody can hear me clapping. What the fuck? I was hot. Sizzling hot blooper reel this time around. I mean, I've got twerk class, girls kissing or almost kissing, tortilla slaps, doo-doo talk. This was maybe the hottest um, blooper reel that I've ever seen at a woman tell all. We got a twofer though. Yeah, it was a double bloops. It was. I mean, he referred to the first one as bloopers, but then uh, then acted like the other one was some kind of different bloopers. But how about that yeah. twerk class, the, the twerk clinic if you will, that I believe was put on by Mercedes, correct? The Mercedes first one that they showed, and Brianna, but the first one that they showed who was popping it in the very beginning, I believe that was Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah, and then you hear Brianna go, can you do isolation? Yeah, yeah can you do isolation? And then I was like, oh, okay, this is a twerk class. Let me tell you something. Most girls' nights or any kind of girls' trip, <laughs> there is always twerking 101. Yeah, okay. Like, like every bachelorette party I've been on, I've either been the one teaching twerking or <laughs> learning how to twerk. Do you like, prefer to, do you prefer to coach or do you prefer to, uh, or do you prefer to participate? Depends on my audience. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. fair. <laughs> because if I have some women around me that I can learn a thing or two from, I'm definitely going to be a student. Yeah. But if, okay. Good. If, if I'm the, if I'm the twerk master, then I will teach. I yeah. will be your twerk sensei. Zach. <laughs> Nice. Zach has to be the, just based on who he is and based on what he has received, Zach has to be the luckiest uh, bachelor maybe um, in history. I mean, dude, he got just that threesome hug with, with him and Mercedes and Kylie was like turning me on. I was like, bro, these two babelicious babes want to come down here and hug you. Like, bro, you are so blessed right now, bro. So blessed. And I bet you like all the guys that are going to go 
to Bachelor of Paradise are just like, like willing all of those women to be on VIP. Like they are praying for it. This, I mean, we agree. This is the hottest. This is the hottest season yeah. of, of women. No, this is like, this is like, like, this is a known thing. Like other people are talking about it in recaps and other podcasts. Like, like these are definitely the hottest girls ever casted by far. Um, before we get to sex week, I just want to throw one more blooper out there. Cause I know you got a kick out of this. The mold wine. How fucking dumb is this motherfucker? Mold wine. <laughs> Mold wine. Mold wine. Like, they had to spell it out for him multiple times. Like, bra was like shooketh when it was yeah. explained to him that it was not mold wine. Who is I'm this? Upset. Where did they find this guy, man? I'm upset that he's been saying mold wine and no one has corrected him up until this point. He's a <sighs> grown-ass man. Dude. Like... If he was friends with my friends, he would have been roasted the first time mold came out of his mouth. Like, Yeah, he is so embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about sex week. And let me ask you this, uh, and this is a, as a Bachelor Nation pundit, do I, do I need to just watch trailers? Do I need to suck it up and just start watching the trailers so I can... I can reflect on them and talk about them because I'm always trying to avoid them. This sex week thing has become a huge thing and it's literally just a thing that's been mentioned in a preview. And it seems uh -huh. to me like if I'm going to be someone that talks about this shit that I, I, I need to, I need to just suck it up and start watching previews so I can be, be a, just a regular member of, of society. But I, you know, I just, I want every show that I watch to be fun and surprising, but Maybe I need to start watching them. They don't really give that much away. So I don't feel like you're like. Yeah, I but I watched, like I watched the preview that they showed um, on Women Tell All for for the Fantasy Suites episode. And it was it was lit. Yo, I was like, yeah. damn, this is hype. But they did. They did show half of that before. So before, like, oh, you saying they showed more? Yeah, they yeah. showed more because the original preview. Obviously, in this preview, they alluded to the fact that. He had sex with one of them. They've right? already, no, Scotty's been talking about that. They've already been alluding to that. Really? Scotty and I have I talked about like, that at length. Because I didn't, I didn't hear that until Women Tell All. Like, I no, didn't we hear talked about say, it on the last like, episode. I broke my own promise. Okay, maybe, maybe he did. They may have fleshed it out more, pun intended, but it was, yeah. it was, <laughs> it was alluded to at least that element um, previously. Yeah. Who did he have sex with? Say it. Say it with me. One, two, three. Ariel. Katie. Okay. Here's my take on it. Okay. Obviously, Ariel is is the one to fuck if you're just going to fuck one of them. But I will say this about Zach. I find it really, I just think it would be gnarly if Zach slept with the one that he didn't pick. Because I just feel like the way Zach has set this up, the women that he's dealing with, I just don't think... Because I still think he's going to pick Katie. And I think there's no way that he could sleep with Ariel, let it get out, pick Katie. I mean, who knows how this is going to end, but I, I just think that Zach is going to sleep with the one he's going to pick, and I think he picks Katie. But I hear you. I would sleep with Ariel <laughs> if, if, if it was me. If it was me, I'd probably try to sleep with all of them. I don't know. I think... Ariel has the most ability to seduce him. Right. Because they set it up to make it, because I love how Jesse's like, you're going to be tempted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Ariel 
I think it's Ariel because just the way that they shot it, like Katie and Gabby look the most upset and he looks like he's comforting both of them the most. Mm. And they don't really show him comforting Ariel. Uh Right. So that's Uh why I'm like, I think so. I think he's telling Katie and he's telling Gabby, I'm sorry, but I fucked Ariel. You know, I think Uh she's the first one. He sleeps with her, and then that's why she gets all upset. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that mostly because of what you said, that she has the most power of... She has the greatest power of seduction, which I yeah. truly believe. I think I think Gabby will, will crack jokes and be cute and not would not really know how to seal the deal, even if she wanted to. I think Katie is so innocent. She's just down for the ride. I think if Zach said, let's just talk, she would say, let's just talk. And if Zach said, let's make love, she would say, let's make love. But... I think that that Ari- I think I can totally see Zach being like no and Ariel because Ariel we've established is also a boss ass bitch. Um, so I think she's you know I think she sees you know Zach could be another just another acquisition to her. You know yeah. I mean that's a really good point. I did a a little internet uh, inter internet I almost said interview uh, internet, internet sleuthing stalking. yeah or stalking okay <laughs> on Ariel. Her Instagram, bro, she's like a party girl. She hangs out with like models. Oh yeah, I looked at her Instagram too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, <laughs> she uh, she definitely hangs out. She, de- you know, all these, uh, you know, you 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 kind of can like form these like sort of made up opinions in your mind that like some of these women are are straight shooters and some of them are this and some of them are that. But when you end up going to their Instagram, they're all just hotties on Instagram. I mean, mm-hmm. really, I mean, a lot of their behavior is, and I wish it was, you know, I wish it wasn't always like that, but, um, I didn't see anything on her Instagram that led me to believe she was a, a powerful businesswoman. Most of what I saw was that she was just a hot tart. Yeah. Hot, probably pretty wealthy traveling. I mean, her whole family lives in New York city. Like you can't live and grow up in New York city and be broke. Yeah. She's got that, that rough and tumble immigrant story, but I have the feeling that her parents came here and, and did well for themselves, whatever it was that they, uh, that they got into. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, she just doesn't carry herself like somebody who grew up poor or struggling. No, no. But I will say most first generation kids, myself included, we have a little bit of a chip on our shoulder. So I uh, I mean, you probably know that, too. You're also first generation. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, like you're you're always trying to make your mom or your family proud. And oh, yeah. I mean, you know, our parents don't fucking play No. So that certainly could be a part of it. Um, let's save this last bit for for Charity. So I think Charity's awesome. She's the new Bachelorette. Me personally, since I don't think that um, Ariel, a.k.a. Ariel, as she pronounces it, but it's too late to go back, I don't think... I would have liked to have seen Ariel as the Bachelorette because she's saucy, she's sexy. We assume she has a good job. I mean, I guess I don't really know for sure, but we're under the impression she's got a good job. She's she's you know she's a she's a a boss ass bitch on her shit, and uh, and she's Jewish. And there hasn't really been you know one thing I will say about about uh, ABC trying to acknowledge its racism or whatever racism or whatever like. 
it's kind of, it's literally just like a black and white thing, though, you know? They're like, oh, we're racist? Well, okay, well, we like black people, too. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, there's still plenty of other, <laughs> there's plenty of other opportunities for you to, uh, to be racist to other people. And I did a little research on whether or not there had been many um, Jewish bachelor or bachelorettes. And the numbers are low, and they've they've done some pretty anti-Semitic things uh, in there. For example, that guy uh, Jason, I can't remember his last name off top, but you remember when they did the televised wedding that was related? It was like post. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. know if it was post the season or, but I remember when there was like this televised wedding, and it was kind of a big deal. And they wouldn't let him. He wanted to do that like stepping on the glass shit, you know. And they wouldn't let him do it. They wouldn't let him do it because it was like too ethnic or whatever like they do what? shit like that yo like they're like the racism is like it's beyond just just black people it's just overall Holy it's just shit. overall it's overall racism so i just thought you know ariel would have made a really sexy sultry bachelorette i like charity i think she's she's gorgeous and cool and i think she'll be fun but she's just not that fun Though I am glad that she acknowledged the fact that I do, I did see Zach as kind of like a like a rebound situation for her based on her previous mm -hmm. relationship, and I'm glad that she said before she knew she was going to be the Bachelorette. At least we assume before she knew that you know she felt she truly felt ready for love now. You know that mm -hmm. she's kind of picked herself up and dusted herself off. She's ready to go, but. One thing that I want to say about it is that you could tell they were setting her up the same way they set Zach up. Jesse could not stop saying, could not stop saying about how devastated America was. America was devastated that Charity lost. And like, look, I like Charity just fine, but I didn't think she was going to win. They didn't have incredibly amazing chemistry. And, you know, Jesse's just building it up like, holy shit. And they did that same shit with Zach. I remember you and I talking about it in the beginning when it was like, America just wants to see this guy win. And that we were like, do we? I don't know. That we, I don't know that we care that much about Zach. I think we care more about going into this. We care more about charity than we did about Zach. I think we can all agree. Um, we do on that. Yeah. But they were really I wrote down. Stop. Stop making charity a thing. You know, I like charity a lot, but I don't know. What's your take on her as a bachelorette? I'm happy for her. Yeah. She's she's gorgeous and she's sweet. I think more of her. I think she'll have more confidence uh, as her as her season goes on and I think we'll see some fun sides to her, but I would have liked Ariel um for bachelor my, or bachelorette myself. Yeah, I would have voted Jess Ariel or yeah, I like Ariel. I think Gabby in my opinion, if Gabby's not picked. Well, Gabby would have been great. That's Scotty's pick. Yeah. But we can't have two quirky Gabbies, two white quirky Gabbies in a row. We just can't. We can't do that. I know that. But like, like literally like Gabby was so beloved, like Gabby Wendy, like people loved her so much and people had wished that it was just her season. Agreed. And it's like almost like like bachelor able to like redo it but you, you know? don't want to be gabby 2.0 though i just no, i mean I you don't. i know i just really loved i really loved gabby i charity is super sweet right but she's like too polished like she's just too polished like she's too perfect she's too beauty queen always says the right thing like looks perfect never a hair out of place um I, it's just she's just too perfect for me. I like a little bit of a edgier kind of bachelorette myself. To me, I think I'm, I'm going back. I think my favorite bachelorette is Hannah Brown. 
Hannah Brown rules. I remember one time being asked before Michelle Young, um, before Michelle Young season, I was asked who my favorite um, bachelor what, what bachelorette was, and I said Hannah Brown. Hannah Hannah Beast was fun. Um, she had a wild season. She's she's killing it though. She's just out there killing it. I think daily. She's doing like other reality shows and just crushing mm-hmm. it. And I think she gets a lot of love and is probably getting a lot of money. And she got to make out with Tyler Cameron. So uh, what's what's not to like? Yeah, Mandy. Anything you didn't get to say or uh, communicate? Any closing thoughts? Anything at all that you want to drop on us before we call it call it a night? The Mercedes Kylie uh, group hug only made me realize that Mercedes and Kylie look exactly the same. So <laughs> they, now there's they're like similar, two sets yeah. of there's two sets of twins, Katie and and Kat, and. Mercedes and Kylie. What about Anastasia and Bailey, though? I think if we're going to call Katie and Catherine twins, I think Anastasia and Bailey may uh, may also fit into mm. that category. Be sure to check put that them one next out. To each yeah. other. <laughs> that, that's the, that's the Davia cry. That used to be the morning Balin button. So <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot I wasn't there anymore. Um, <laughs> let me think if there's anything else I wanted to say. I think I know why Charity talks the way she does. Running, why does said, she? Okay. She sounds like she's trying to fight her Southern drawl. Oh. Interesting. Right? Because she's a hick, dude. She took him fucking boot scooting at the fucking honky-tonk bar, you know? I was like, what? Plot twist? This was not where I expected to see them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think she's fighting her drawl. Which is unfortunate because, come on, like, who doesn't love, like, that accent? If Charity had a hick-ass accent, it would just, it would up her in my book, right? yo. That would be it, sick. Maybe that's I why know. her and Brooklyn bonded so much. Maybe off camera, her and Brooklyn were just like, hey, y'all, hey, y'all, hey, y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they, they, they bonded over that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I'm telling you, like, like definitely that's what it is. She's fighting her drawl. There was the morning, Balin. It's been a hectic season, honestly. I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad it's coming to an end, but mostly because Zach is so boring. I don't know if you listened to the last episode that uh, Scotty and I did, but I just really tore into Zach, man. His hometowns. He's just, he's just, he's just doesn't know how to fuck. He's just not charming. He's just boring. He's just a fucking dumb dud. He is. He's super boring and. He like he just says the same thing over and over again. He just repeats like, like quotes. He, like I say, he's just he's just pulling out of the fucking bachelor handbook. He has no original yeah. thoughts or ideas. He's just fucking generic and vanilla and covered in like long stubble. Robotic. He's yeah. like super. Even the way he sounds. Uh, Mandy, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming in uh, after a long work day down there in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Appreciate you. Arrivederci. I am beautiful. I am confident.